what's happening? I go by the name of Reggie Days, and this is yet another episode of Reality Bites. Today, I'm joined by my right-hand man. Shame the dream. And, um, yeah. you know, I've been wanting to talk about this for a good amount of time. It's just, it never fits in any of the episodes that we've tried to do over the past year. Actually, I've been trying to talk about this since my last show. And it finally, I finally had a time to really, like, chop this one up. And I saw it at the right time. I swear I did. Kevin Hart. Now, here's the thing. I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of people react to his Twitter rant where he, he, he went on Twitter and, you know, he gave himself his own flowers, right? And I see a lot of people feel a way about it. Um, now, let's go over the tweets themselves to really, I guess, break down what was said before we go over the reactions. Because there's a multitude of things that I want to say here and that we're going to cover. Um, it's not going to take long at all. It's just more so I want to make sure that we speak about exactly what is being said the right way. Gotcha. So are people upset that he was bigging himself up? In a sense, they're upset that he doesn't like the fact that people have been saying that he's not funny. So let, let's start off. Okay, so the oh, first message that he said. That he finally addressing that. All right. First thing that he said, right? I got time today. Any, his first any, anytime any person of color say they got time today, <laughs> just know some some things is coming behind that. First smoke. first tweet. Smoke. Alright, so he said the quote unquote he's not funny slander is the best. This is for you. I have three stand up comedy specials that fall in the top ten highest grossing comedy specials of all time. Two of my specials are in the top three of all time. Hmm. Big flex. Next tweet. I've been the highest grossing comedian in entertainment for years now. I've also been the highest grossing comedian in the box office with over four billion in earnings. What a B. Big B's. Big B's. I have also turned my comedic talent into a place of business <clears throat> and branding and radio and other revenue streams. The hate slash slander fuels me to do more. You guys are what makes this business fun because it's not about getting to the top. It's about doing your best to stay on top after you get there. I rarely talk shit, but I felt the need today. Stop believing these headlines and read the actual articles. You guys fall for the banana in the tailpipe trick every damn time. J. Cole said it best. If you're laughing at the if you're laughing at a millionaire, the joke's on you. Now back to your regularly scheduled program. Live, love, and laugh. So to really break this down, because I saw a lot of mixed emotions about this. The majority of the of, of people that I've seen, um, people call them corny. People, um, as a matter of <clears> fact. <throat> One of the main responses that I've seen is from a fellow podcaster, Crystal from the Read. 
Um, salute. You know, salute. I, I definitely am a fan of the show. Hold on. Because I, I don't want to misquote anybody. Gotcha. So Kev just gave y'all numbers, perspective, and how he feel. Exactly. Now, her response said, Kevin Hart has been famous for too long to still be reacting like this to the people that he claims don't matter. If you all that rich and successful, then try adding, quote unquote, unbothered to the mix. Mm. Here's what I don't like. Right. I'm going to start in this direction. Then I'm going to loop back to Kevin. Crystal, of all people, for those who don't know about her show, The Read, Crystal is a woman who's a part of the LGBTQ community who has a show with a male, Kid Fury, one of the uh, yet another one of the goats of podcasting, who is a member mm-hmm. of the LGBTQ community, who they the point uh, the point of their show is to push for the progression and the voices of a lot of the unheard, whether it be gay women, gay men, a lot of things like mental health are very prominent on their show. A lot of things <clears> like <throat> they've been pushing for those things for a very long time, for a very long time. They've been yeah. a show that stands for those things, stands for the ideals of not only giving people the space and platforms that they deserve as far as minor minority groups being heard, mm-hmm. but also conceptually being brash voices that speak out against those who aim to tear down people, right? Now, here's my thing. If your stance is with the ideas of mental health and you, you, you're, you're these big advocates for those things, can't you recognize when somebody's hurt? You should, theoretically speaking... Now, here's here's one thing that Even I dislike logically. about she's not the only person who does this. Yeah. It's a lot of people who stand on that side, who stand and they pretend that they are these big voices for good. They are these big voices. And they are for the crowd of people that they care about. One of the crowds of people that they do not care about are straight black men. If it comes out of the mouth of a straight black male. Mm-hmm. His feelings are never taken into account. And I think that's a dangerous step to take. I think that's a it's a nasty way to look at things. Like if Kevin Hart was a woman, if a uh, woman were to say things like, let's say, let no, let's let's change it from Kevin Hart and let's say it's Tiffany Haddish. And Tiffany Haddish were to come out and say, I got time today. I have these accolades where I am not only just I'm not just some star. I'm the highest grossing in whatever it is that I do or have done for the past decade plus. Yeah. There's not a woman on this planet that would not get backed up and bigged up by every corporation, every page, every everybody with over 100,000 followers would be behind her. Why? I'm not saying because that. as a woman, her feelings are valid. Something now, like that. I believe in that as well, but my problem <clears throat> is that that grace stops when a straight black man is speaking, it's the idea of, well, why don't you toughen up, nigga? 
Why don't you add? You know what's crazy? Him saying all of these things, all of these things that he accomplished and saying that it bothers him that people look at those accomplishments and still disrespect him. Their response to him is, why do you, why don't you add unbothered to that mix? Why do you let it bother you? Have we ever asked publicly a woman why she allowed something to bother her in the last 10 years? If y'all can could, you imagine amen. can you imagine a show where uh, can you imagine a male celebrity coming out and asking a woman, "Well, why did you let that bother you?" Yeah. Um slant. You look nuts. You look nuts and you're going to have some slander on your way. For sure. So that that's the first thing that I wanted. I wanted to hit that. I wanted to tackle that first because it's too many people in the space. I feel like there are too many people in the space of whether it be podcasting, whether it be journalism, whatever it is that you want to call it. People who have voices. There are too many of us that are pretending to be something that we are not. And I'm one of those. I'm one of those people who I'm not here to castigate anyone. But if I see something that looks funny in the light, I'm also going to say it looks funny in the light. Now, let's talk about Kev. Now, Kev. I understand where he's upset. And the reason I understand where he's upset is because I remember when Meek Mill, another Philly native, was in a very similar position right after the Drake beef. Meek Mill did an interview with Charlemagne the God. Oh, okay. Where he was talking about the dissonance. That's what I like to call it. I, I named it that, right? It's called the dissonance. Hey, <clears throat> help him out for who might not understand what the dissonance is. Now, what the, the thing that I've labeled as the dissonance is that gap between how real life works for you Versus what life turns into when you get on the internet. I'll give you an example. Meek at that time could not log on to the internet without seeing his name next to a whole bunch of L's. Meek Mill, his name was dirt. His face was dirt. Everywhere that he went on every site, on every comment section, on every, people were spamming L's. Meek couldn't escape the slander no matter where he went to look at online he could post a song he could post a clip he could post a snippet he could post a picture he could post some shoes any matter what it was people were spamming l's in the comment section no matter what he posted where he went but every show that he had was sold out facts when he got on stage people still screamed when he went out in public People were still asking for autographs when he looked at his actual sales from those who whether be purchasing on iTunes at that time, people still purchasing hard copies. Nothing changed. But on the Internet, he was dead. He was alive. He was just the um, the, the laughing stock at, at a point. But I'm saying they were saying his <clears throat> career was over. Like if you let the Internet tell it. The internet uh, was yeah, saying... I, I see. All right, I, I get you. It's All dead right. for him. I got you. I got you. Once but the- whenever he put his phone down, everything looked different. Right. Now, the way that Meek internalized this, Meek was like, okay, 
well, the internet's just not real life then. And he moved that way to try to like shake himself out of allowing those things to infiltrate into his real life. Those thoughts, those those jeers, those like that crowd booing. Yeah. Some people can take that step. Some people fight back. Some people do whatever. I think the big issue is that when you work a job that your your game is based off of the satisfaction of the other person. Because think about it. That's what music is, right? Like the whole point of putting out music is because you want somebody to love it. Like when you're putting out the music, you're 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 doing these things because you want people to you want to be somebody's favorite song. You want it to be somebody's, you know, whether it be their wedding song, the song they play in their car, the song they play before they go to work, this and that, and the third. It has to do with people actually giving a fuck about the shit that you put out. Yeah. Because that's just what it is. That's the name of the game. Mm-hmm. Being a comedian is no different. As a matter of fact, being a comedian, it's even more of a mainline drug of wanting that love. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, you stand in a room with strangers Hoping to make them laugh. Mm -hmm. Nothing would piss me off more than making a stadium full of people laugh. Leaving the stage, getting online and having the world tell me that that didn't happen. Like you witnessed it. You were standing there. It, It went. Shit went well. You heard the laughs. You felt it. You felt the room. You felt the energy. You leave the stage. You get on your phone. And niggas tell you you suck. Now, I understand that might be hard for some people to understand. Well, why does he care? You know, your check's clear. You know, niggas always try to get cold on you, right? When they try to make you feel like you're being over-emotional or you're overlooking something or whatever, like what Crystal just did. They try to hit you with the, well, your check's clear, didn't it? Yeah, you a millionaire, ain't you? Why are you crying? Why are you? Yeah, can you imagine telling a basketball player who just dropped fifty? Imagine this nigga dropped fifty tonight, blood, sweat, tears. He played his ass off. He leave the stadium. He checks. He checks the box scores. He checks his stats, and it says zero. Yeah, that would drive a nigga mad. That would drive somebody. What do you mean? I I know would... I dropped fifty. Yeah, I was there. You were there. That makes somebody mad, but I'll say this, since you did use the basketball analogy. I understand that people, you know, feel, some people, there's a group of people that feel like Kev ain't funny, but just speaking to what what you're talking about now, you have a right to feel some way if you, you know, you're filling out stadiums, you got, you know, these big movies, and you have the numbers to support, you are great at what it is you do. I'm just saying there should be a level of place where you could separate where it's like, all right, you're not, you're not fucking with the shit I'm selling. That's fine. Cool. You be you. That, I agree you with not- you. Now, I agree. No, no. What you say is real as fuck. Here's, here's where I have another problem. These people are fucking lying. You and I know these people because we've had this conversation. There are people who we think had this, this conversation. Years- not funny. 
There, Respectfully, but there are also people who are fucking liars, and we've had a lot of me fucking you, liars. Me and you have had this conversation before, multitude of times for years now. And here's what I'm talking about: you and I both have people that are in <clears throat> our lives, people that we know for a fact mm-hmm. have walked around hitting people with the, well, you know, I got a checking and a savings account, and a this yeah. and that, and then we'll turn around and say Kevin Hart ain't funny. Now we I'm- know we know people. That for you remember after that all right all right all right shit how many yeah. motherfuckers was walking around doing that absolutely day to day basis oh yeah and will and those same people gonna fix their lips and say he ain't funny that is what would nah bro like that would get me fucking yeah. blowed yeah absolutely speaking to excuse me speaking to that demographic of people one hundred percent yes. But that's a large demographic. Let's let's not act like how viral those jokes were. You know the uh his his pops his pops being a drug yeah. addict and, and Nig- coming to the niggas games. know his show. How you spell how you oh spell long dick son? Absolutely, absolutely. We know how Pause. many people were set, like retelling Kevin Hart jokes. Like they were part of they became part of our regular conversation. Kevin Hart jokes were like. Drake lyrics. That's a fact. Drake lyrics became part of our day to day lingo. Kevin Hart jokes became part of our day to day lingo at some point in that early 2010s run. That like 2011 to 2013, maybe even 14. He, it, it wasn't even like a slight thing. He ran the internet. So for those people to look at that, and afterwards, let's say he puts out some things that. You might not find as funny. There's a difference between saying he's not funny now than saying you're not funny, period. That that is true. That is true. That's the problem. That's true. I think the issue lies in. It's not there's I have no problem with anybody having an opinion of I don't find this guy funny as long as you're honest. I just don't like the idea of I've seen you laugh about the nigga shit. I've seen you tweet memes. I've seen you quote this nigga. I've mm. seen you literally dick ride this nigga for I, years. I got one. I got it. I yeah. Now I was just saying I got one of where Kevin's. I could you know get with Kevin's perspective. It's just a music analogy uh, from a song. Dr. Dre said I started this gangster shit. And, and this, this the motherfucking, motherfucking thanks, thanks I, I get. get, bro. What I now, like, I I I feel that. So it's like, so pretty much you speaking to the people who, all right, y'all like you know gangster music, and y'all clearly were tapped into my shit at the height of it, whatever whatever it was, and now that maybe years go by, and maybe you don't care for what's out right now, you gonna act, you gonna just negate. The fact that I dropped the chronic, you gonna exactly. you gonna negate the fact that you know I helped produce most of the favorites, a lot of the favorite niggas you was jamming to. You gonna exactly. act like you, you gonna act like you don't know my body now. Exactly, and I don't like that for any. Like I don't believe that I, that's right. I, I respect if we're talking that. about anything, right? Whether it's, whether it's an athlete's career, yeah. Because think about it, athletics. You're gonna have your peak years. You're gonna have your prime yeah. years. Then you're gonna get old. Then you're gonna fall off. There's. I don't believe in talking about somebody like what they did in the past never happened. When you start moving like that, that's the type of shit that to me is a dangerous and B is deceitful. Like what is, what do we get out of lying just to slander somebody? Um, That's, that's a part of entertainment to me because you know, 
look at look at wrestling, bro. I guess uh, look at wrestling. Motherfuckers loved, um, you know, let's just say John Cena, The Rock, or something like that. But there was periods of where The Rock was the villain and hated. So I I believe from the outside looking in, this is what comes with entertainment. Now I'm not saying that it makes these people. Uh, you know, not hypocrites or whatever the case may be, but also they are just literally fans and entertainment, and that's kind of what come with the territory. Kev got the right to speak on but that shit, and you have the right to feel how you feel. See, but and I'm not telling nobody to suck it up. I'm just saying it do come with the territory. People it, not gonna fuck with our shit. People are gonna say whatever they're gonna say and not fuck with our shit. But well, guess I'm what? not saying it doesn't come with the territory. What you I'm saying? saying, what I'm saying is that a the difference between wrestling and reality is that in wrestling is written to be that way. A lot of those times when they make those heel turns, the reason why they made those heel turns is because those are written into the script for, okay, well now we need to boost up this other guy to be the hero. So we need him to be the heel. And that's like, let's say, let's say the rock is your main guy right now, whatever he's the hero. You need to boost this next dude to be the hero. Well, let's make the rock a villain. Let's, have everyone hate him so much that they need somebody to take him out. Now we can boost our new guy and make this new guy the new good guy, whatever this and that, so we can boost our next thing. But that's the Rock different. Agreed that's to that because that's yes, but that's not reality. We're talking about a real moment where can you imagine this nigga stand in a room, make you laugh? You go around to all your coworkers. Yeah. You going around to all your coworkers for at least a year talking about I got a checking in a savings account, doing all that and bullshit. And then say he's not funny. And then to say he's not funny. That, you don't feel fucking nuts, bro. Yeah, though that's I just feel like that's and I know it's a lot of people, but I just feel like that's just such Kevin Kevin uh Hart, excuse me, got such a huge fan base that I feel like he was right for if he felt like he needed to get his shit off and address those people, but I feel like that's a certain specific of people where you don't even really have to respect what they coming from because they're not coming from you like you said intellectually it's not about respecting dishonest, where they're coming from you know but at I'm the saying? end of the day you still need to address it because like you just said you, admit you have every right it, but that's to. a large amount of people bro you have every right to address no, it honestly i will say this kevin hart shit got me looking at a lot of people crazy i will say that because it showed me how great like a lot of you a lot of people are fucking nut jobs bro people follow it's, waves bro it's too many people that i personally know oh, i see i'm talking about too many people that i have seen crack jokes post videos of this nigga redo his jokes do all types of shit and then literally go back and not just there's a difference between saying cuz there are people that i know who are yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. oh his <laughs> recent shit is just not funny to me anymore right respectable respectable perfectly fine but for you to say i don't know bro that nigga was never funny to me but you didn't here you didn't do, we fucking go that was yeah i got a but, you know i feel you where like i got a homie who i don't know him to ever say kevin hart's not funny but i've watched him court women you know using those jokes or those right. manner those mannerisms and shit like that it, if he were to fix his mouth to say some shit i might well look at him with the with a, with a little squint I I understand that. I, like I that that blows me, bro. Because it but also it it also makes me think about people wave right, Reggie, and we sh- and that's why this shit shouldn't surprise I, nobody. It's not about it being a surprise though. It's you about the idea. I'm glad he's calling it out because it needs to be called out. Too many times are we told? I think the problem is we're too used to the idea of letting fuckery slide, and we judge men. We judge men off of their ability to take abuse. I'm gonna say that. Mm. 
as a people, as a society, we judge men off of their ability to take abuse and not do shit back. Think about it when you're dealing with a woman. Mm-hmm. No matter how hard that woman hits you, no matter how hard she yells at you, no matter how hard she does whatever the fuck she wants to do to you, you are judged as a man by your ability to what? Take the abuse and not do shit back. Because if you do anything back, you are less of what? Less of a man. That, now that's real. Can't when people talk that. crazy to you outside, if you were to take it, ignore it, and walk away, wow, that's strength. The moment that you say something back, oh, you just proved that you allowed him to get to you. That is fucking nuts, bro. I don't like If that I go to a hospital, either. if I go to a doctor <clears throat> and yeah. that doctor hits me in my knee and my reflex doesn't go off, you know what that means? That means I'm fucking sick. There's a problem with me. Like, this, we, this idea of, but in, in society, you remember the Kobe Bryant moment. God bless the dead. Rest when Matt Barnes threw the ball in, in Kobe's face and Kobe didn't flinch. Yeah. That was one of the most awesome man moments ever. You want to know why? Because it's fucking toxic. That like that concept of unbothered. Unbothered is toxic. Yeah. Um, we're not given much of a space to complain or not even necessarily complain, just have a gripe, gripe about shit. If you have a gripe about something that, you know, makes sense, we do get looked at like we're being, you know, emotional and shit like that. Because, damn, yep, going to dating and dealing with women, if they really make you feel a way and you start expressing this to other people outside of your friends, motherfuckers is squinting at you like, uh, this nigga might be a little soft. Yeah, versus, you're emotional. Yeah, you're versus it's being logical. This motherfucker is literally... He's being, disrespecting me and treating me like shit. Exactly. Like somebody is doing I, I, something. I, I get it. Somebody is doing it. something to somebody is doing something to me. Yeah. And guess what? I am reacting to it. That means that my shit works. My brain works. My feelings work. That is a sign that I'm my chemically shit, balanced, bitch. <laughs> like <laughs> you damn right. I'm not unbothered. No, I'm not a sociopath. You keep fucking with me, I'm going to fuck you up. You want to know why? Because I'm healthy. I am mentally healthy. And you know what else is healthy? These fucking hands. <laughs> Don't forget the feet now. <laughs> hands and feet, bro. I got an elbow I, Like, I for too. one... Now, mind you, I'm somebody who... I'm not a fan of a lot of the recent things that Kevin has put out. But I yeah. would never fix my mouth. I would me never Absolutely fix not. my mouth to lie and say, a grown, uh, I'm a grown little man, wasn't funny. I would never fix my mouth to lie and say seriously funny wasn't funny. Absolutely. You are nuts to say anything like that. Even the third one was funny. There's uh, one. Uh, let me explain. Let me explain. Was funny. Bro. Even with the dry spots. It was funny. Yeah. Like, I, bro, at the end of the day, man. Jumanji is funny as hell. If y'all can't be entertained by Jumanji, I'm sorry. Yeah, you, probably, that, you probably don't have much of a funny. sense of a humor. Like, honestly, I feel like. We work too hard to tear people down. We work too hard to attack people. We ask too much when it comes to when it comes to negative th- like when it comes to men, I feel like a lot of the things that as a society we require of men is toxic. And then when men are toxic, we look at men and we're like, "Why are you toxic?" Even though we like the in order and I've said this before on this exact show that in mm-hmm. order to be, in order for me to be the man that you all want me to be, I got to be a piece of shit. And then you're going to be mad at me for being a piece of shit. We have had this discussion. Because imagine if we were a piece of shit with things we've endured recently. 
We'll leave that where that's at. We need a Patreon. But yeah, yeah. Man. We'll leave that where that's at, but you know what I'm talking about. Man. Yeah. Um But yeah, man, I just felt like that that needed to be said. You know, we needed to talk talk our truth about that because I I see that conversation come up a lot. And I see that a lot of people take their shots at Kev in a lot of different ways. And if you're going to take your shot at him for being, you know, let's say cheating on his wife, this, that, and the third, yeah, do, do I, I guess, you know, people are that involved in their personal life. Do what you want to do. That's fine. That shit corny. That's one. I mean, I'm just saying that's not a, it's corny. I'm, I can't I, get mad. I said it. Well, here's the thing. I can't, I can't get mad at somebody for not liking, you know, infidelity or not liking. I respect or, that. Yeah. You know but what I'm saying? Once his wife take him back, and she publicly acknowledged she took yeah, him that's back. Their business. That's their business. Yeah, of course. I'm not going to speak on it, but I'm also not going to get mad at somebody else for looking at that and not being okay with that because of the fact that Kevin Hart is no longer a person. He's a brand. So they're like, you being a brand, it's kind of like, you know, when the chairman of, where the CEO of Sears does something, we're like, nigga, you're the CEO of Sears. Yeah. You yeah. can't do that. I so get I, I get it. Now, yeah. what I dislike. The moment you start being intellectually dishonest, I have a problem with it. And that's just always going to be that. I'm always going to call it out. I'm always going to have that issue. And I'm always going to bark. But, you know, for those, and yeah. I know a lot of people going to feel a lot of ways about this particular episode. Because I'm going to be honest, there's maybe 70 to 75% of my timeline falls under the people that I look at kind of funny on this topic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, that's about it. I go by the name of Reggie Days, man, and this has been yet another episode of Reality Bites. I've been joined by my right hand man. Sheem the dream. Thank y'all for listening. Yeah. Just leave people alone, dog. I think that's that's all I like. At the end of the day, give props what props is due. Don't give them if you don't feel like giving them. But don't attack somebody who once did something great for you either. Because that's just weird. Yeah. It's just fucking weird. Because you're sure going to be posting about how much of, you know, people's icons and stuff like that when they're no longer here. You know what I mean? That part. Later days. Niggas say that I treat them different Niggas be bitches, hoes be bitches I don't see no difference Shawty, my aim is different DC, my English iffy Solo IV, but I'm on my feet I got these angels with me Tired of making money I'm on to making history Fuck how they feel I keep shit realer than a documentary Shit, I be feeling like real niggas Don't make it to 50 And I be feeling Malcolm Martin And Pac would defend me I'm focused on chicken My quarters on frigid Don't trust no sheep robbers Don't trust no dirty bitches Sipping Moscato with models Having Exotic dishes, but it don't mean shit unless I know that my genre respect it. I deserve praise, I deserve applause. Draws by bad bros whenever the curtains go. It's all work, no days off. I'm on a great run, while they for long. Make sure that they always talk to me. Make sure these bitches ain't off of me.